Now we're recording. Now yeah. we're recording. So yeah, no, my, I think... my my baby's a giant. He's a fruit by the I know, Chris Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. Chris Armstrong. That's He's actually what big... I meant. I did not mean to call him a fruit by the foot. <laughs> yeah. I was no, I was thinking the same thing. Like you deflate the kid and then you like roll him up. Like uh yep. or like like uh what are those? Um bubble tape. Like forever bubble oh, tape. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So like that. But a deflated uh six foot one child. So <laughs> It's really cool how Jesse didn't record the first half of that conversation. Just, I wanted to give everyone a minute to settle in. Let's just, so, just unaware of our policy of hitting record the moment that all four of us are on. Like, so I thought that maybe we would check our sound or something. We learned that. Make sure everything was working. Yeah, because we had like half an hour of material that we that we burned. Yes. Yeah, yep. the, the and it thing was, was I'm, I'm so accustomed to having technical difficulties right yeah. off the start that like you, my headphones I would like work. to point out that it's you that have the technical difficulties. The rest yeah. of us. I said I'm so shit. accustomed <laughs> to having technical difficulties. I, Jesse Spector, am so accustomed <laughs> to having technical difficulties. I mean, but you we, know where we we don't we have to use any of this, but I mean, it's just like you know, if you press play, sometimes you catch something. Otherwise, you just throw it out. But it's better yeah. to have you know. Better to have the tape running than to lose it. I've been telling everybody Lesson the learned. story about my niece. Um, so my sister gave birth back in April, like two days before St. Patrick's Day, and I was like, "Oh, uh, she couldn't have wait. She couldn't have waited two days. Come on." Um, and her, my niece's name is Charlotte, but I am not allowed to call her Charlie or Chuck, which means that's what I've been doing, and it pisses my sister uh, off. My niece is Charlotte, oh, and I like the name Charlotte, except that we were thinking about naming our future daughter Charlotte at the time. I know a lot of Charlottes. Like, now a it was, lot it was stolen. Is it a really Char- common name now? just claimed. Well, so it, was, um, it wasn't the original name that they picked, but she's like, for some reason, when I was pregnant, I just kept thinking of her as Charlotte, and that's just kind of how it ended up. Um, but that's my so sister, cute. Yeah, she's a cute little baby. She's a cute little peanut. She looks like a baby and not an ugly one, so... Calling That's always way. huge. A lot of babies are like old man aliens. Yeah, she didn't look like an old man alien. She's just like she just looked like a little baby doll, which I'm like, oh thank God. Because well, I mean, I've they seen... look like aliens <laughs> like right when they come out, and they should. Yep. I mean, if it's you got something that's like six, seven pounds, it should look fucking weird. But then, like yep. after a couple of days, they like round out, and then after like. Like, cause the the babies that they use in like TV and movies and stuff, those are like eight week old babies that those are like you know they grown babies. Cause some of those babies are fucking huge when they come out on some TV. Big, and they're like that, that's like, like a what 20- is it? Baby. That's I'm not like, that's like three months old. What the hell? The babies will come out and they're all like purple and shit, and they look like they yep. look like fucking like big ass fetuses, and they're all gross and they're they're uh yep. they're plates you can the head it hasn't like fused together so they have a soft spot where you, like you can touch yeah. their brain and you hold your baby and you're like just don't touch the brain just don't touch the brain because i was so scared i was gonna touch my fucking kid's brain oh my so, god it's so scary oh it's so scary so my family so has welcome like to a- our show shit talking <laughs> ugly babies with allison and colleen <laughs> Listen, every time I see an ugly baby, I say, oh, well, maybe they'll be fu- Oh, I hope they're funny. Maybe yeah. they'll be funny when they grow up, because, oh, Lord. Um, oh, listen to this so fucking niece- shit. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Gotta mention this. Mention this quick. 
this week. Okay, my 15-year-old son is, like, bullshitting. And he's like, I hate my face. He's like, I'm so ugly. I hate my face. And oh, I was so like, he's at that age. Yes, he's at that age. Oh, and I was like, I was like, dude, you look exactly like me. Like, seriously, like, he's my clone. And he goes, well, that says a lot about you, doesn't it? <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's what yeah. I got this week from my 15 year old son. Man, continue, that's the best. Yes, continue talking if, about your. <laughs> if he's gonna, if he's gonna my drop God. that, then you've got to drop on him, especially as your mom. Well, at least I'm getting laid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I See, and again, this is why I don't have. Like, first of all, I had no, I never had any interest in having kids. Um, and oh. when I met my now husband. Like week one, I was like, listen, I have, and we met, we, I was like 26. Okay. And like, I've been dating guys who were like all into having kids or they already had a kid with someone else. And I'm like, no, I have no fucking interest in that. I don't want to be a stepmom. I don't want to have anyone's kids. I don't want kids in my house. Yeah. None, none of it was not into it. So like week one, I told him, I was like, listen, dude, if you want to stick around, you better know I am committed to having zero babies. I will be an awesome, rich, drunk aunt. That's that's a good deal, man. Like, I mean, I'm a mom of two. I love my boys. But sometimes I look at that aunt like racket. I'm like, that looks pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, I'm the the rich, drunk (laughs) aunt aunt racket. (laughs) It's pretty good. Like, I... You know what? I can be the drunk at holiday parties and breeze in and out and give dope ass fucking gifts. Like right, now, so to make to make oh, Colleen a rich aunt, I I just do want to inject some business in here because we are <laughs> to help me realize my rich show. aunt dream. The, the, <laughs> yes. what, help Colleen become the rich aunt that she wants to be, and hear um, a podcast where I actually know where it starts and know when I hit record. Um, it's Willett's Pod at the Park. It came out um, either the day before this came out or the day after this came out. We're great either with scheduling. Way, I have not scheduled it yet. So either, because uh, the, the other podcast is already recorded. It's me and comedian Tony Deo um, at Yankee Stadium while... The Yankees scored seven runs in an inning against the Tigers is just how it happened to um, break out. And Garrett Cole was pitching a perfect game at the time, and we talked about it openly. And uh, then he lost it in the seventh. But it was good because fuck the Yankees. Yeah, it was a hell of a night. I, Amen. You know, I, I'm going to be <laughs> alone in. No, Allison doesn't hate the Yankees. No, I grew up a Yankee fan, but yeah. I have a lot of problems just with baseball and capitalism. That's a whole other thing. I try Great. not to talk I about that during this podcast. Capitalism, it's a cartel. I grew up baseball. fucking loving the, Absolutely loving the loser-ass Yankees of the mm-hmm. 1980s and 90s. And it still felt like a scrappy working man's game back then. But now we raise these young athletes like horses. We do. We scout them out as babies and we project unrealistic expectations on these children. If you don't have a ton of investment in your career when you're like seven and you're on 7,000 team sports, you won't be competitive enough to play in high school and extracurricular leagues in high school to maybe get scouted to like be in the majors or in, in uh, fucking college. There's a whole like billion dollar sports complex around us raising babies like racehorses. 
My daughter today did say, and she's nine years old, that she is yes. too old to uh, become an Olympic swimming gold medalist because she would have had to have started when she was three. No, nope. yep. you don't have to do that. There have been members of Olympic teams that have started later in life. That is um, what I said. Also, Tim Anderson, who is the shortstop for the White Sox, if anybody doesn't know he is. I judge you. We not have we not talked about the Josh Donald? Did we? No, I think we missed it because no, nope, we didn't. But I have many. Week. I do have many things to say about that. Sure. Um, but Tim Anderson actually did not start playing baseball until he was like a junior in high school. That's fantastic. Before, yeah, before that, like he played basketball and he grew up cool. loving basketball and would like play basketball in school in high school. Um. And I think he got hurt. I think it was that he got hurt in high school playing basketball. Um, and for one reason or another, started playing baseball. And then he went to a junior college in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, which is where he's from. And that was how the White Sox scouted him. They scouted him playing for like the community college team. And that is how Tim Anderson ended up on the yeah. White Sox. So I it mean, is possible. Great... No, it is yeah. possible. They make movies about guys like that. And those guys are like the exception, the feel-good story and not the rule. And uh, like that's when I watch the Olympics now. Like I'm always rooting for like Kazakhstan or, you know, all the little countries that could. Like it means something for them just to get there. I root so... for the um, people who play under no country i forget what they call it in the olympics it's usually yeah. like northern ireland <laughs> it's uh oh, I it's, it's usually like the olympic athletes from although russia kind of ruined that there was there was also like a refugee team yes there was a yeah they, they've had that a few times <gasps> that's kind of a regular david! thing david brought me a slurpee you guys oh uh, <laughs> just wow that's work. major awesome so anyway and just end the cabin please Please pay us money for that um, Listen, reaction. Um, Again, they could give me money, and aunt. I would spend money on Slurpees. Yeah, well, Help anyway. me become the rich aunt of my dreams. Willitspen.com, yes. where we also uh, have really wonderful, designed by Sarah Wiener, uh, Pride Gear, uh, LFGM, rainbow and Rocky Horror-styled um, T-shirts, hats, coffee mugs, stickers, patches, what have you. Uh, Sarah Wiener did a fantastic job with these. Um, They're so designs. cute. They They're look awesome. So I love them. Mine, I need to mine start are ordering. On mine. their way, and half of the money that we make, we are a startup. Eventually, I hope that, like in future years, we'll be able to say, like, all the money that we make from Pride stuff will go uh, to to charity. But you know, we're starting up, so half of what we get off the Pride stuff, um, uh, we're going to donate to the Alley Forney Center here in New York. Oh, I love the Alley Forney Center. I mean. Yeah. Speaking of fucking capitalism, at least we're donating money from our pride shit, which is more than I can say for like. Also, pride. we have no bosses, no overhead, so it's really seriously everything that we make is just you know us yep. slash the you know services that we use to like print the shirts and stuff. Um, I I just want to say I think that the Rocky Horror one is so amazingly cool, and oh, yeah. I think it's really just like. It's wonderful to have a, you know, a gay little moment here at Willits Pen. Yeah. <laughs> just the one, I, huh? I need I, to go see Rocky Horror. Like, just the as, one. Just our just, only single gay little moment. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the one gay moment of this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
is the rainbow stuff. Really good newsletter, which I'm writing for for the first time now that I um, am not, you know, focused on my old job anymore. Uh, And today I wrote, I I sat down to write a quick little thing about Noah Syndergaard to send to Jesse, and I accidentally wrote 1,300 words about how much I loved him. I cannot wait to read this. I was I love it when you like get into those moves and you just fly. You know, it just flies. Yeah, I really that usually happens when I'm not doing a season that usually happens when I'm not doing a series preview. Like when I get a hair up my ass about somebody bitching about the unwritten rules, like it's just a stream of conscious anger and then all of a sudden it's two thousand words and I'm like, ooh. I don't yeah. think I missed that one. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do that okay, more. That's that's the anger. I want to see angry call angry Colleen becomes rich aunt Colleen. That's uh, that's how we work it. I just want to get. I'm moving. So this is our so internal stressful. meeting. <laughs> I can't I can't write when I'm moving. Like I'm just stressed out by everything all the today. I got a storage locker to help with the move. So my anxiety is going down slightly, but like moving is just like the most harrowing thing on earth. And I'm just going to burn all this stuff. I don't want That's things do. anymore. Why did I buy things? Why did I do that? Um, every time I move, I throw out like half our shit. And my husband's like, can you stop doing that? Ha- where does all the new shit come from? How does it what? keep coming back? When I move into my new place, I have to buy shit to replace all the stuff. I threw. Out. I'm really great at capitalism, guys. Let's just let's just not buy stuff anymore. I don't need. I don't want to clean this. I don't want to clean. No, anything. do buy stuff. Buy the Willits Pen yes. merchandise but, that we know, are selling, cool. and then throw out all the rest of your old crap. Um, also, our paywall went up um, by the time people are hearing this because that's you know June ninth, six nine. Nice day. We're mature. <laughs> nice. All of us. Um, I cannot believe you resisted saying we've erected our paywall. I don't think you've talked about the paywall without using the verb erect the entire time we've talked about the paywall. Guys. I'm disappointed in you, Jesse. <sighs> guys? Well, the entire project is a failure. Uh, that's been our show uh, for <laughs> Allison and Colleen and Addie. <laughs> guys, I just realized my son is graduating middle school on six nine, uh-huh. nice. I am going nice. to have to hear about this for the rest of fucking forever. Oh yeah, all really of it. That's pretty nice. The sec, <laughs> I, I can't point this out to him because if I point this out to him, I mean, again, I'm gonna have to listen to this forever. He's gonna ruin it for me. Your kids fucking do that shit. And again, they, this is why you are team no baby and you become yeah. the drunk rich aunt. Drunk ants right. don't have 6 9 room for them. No, because drunk ants don't have children. Speaking of 6 9 I do have a quick game, although this, you know, we'll make this one the episode that comes out on 6 9 So happy 6 9 everybody. Have a nice day. Woo! Happy 6-9. Um, you have the opportunity. The Mets have the day off. On nice day, six nine Thursday. That's disappointing. The day off in Anaheim, in lovely Anaheim, California. Ew! What better sp- way to spend the day? Disney World. Than at the happiest place on earth, Disneyland. The one thing to do in Anaheim. You can take one Mets player on one ride at Disneyland. Who is it, and which ride? <laughs> <laughs>
And we have done no preparation for this because I just I'm literally right now doing Disneyland well, rides. I am going to I'm going to ad lib and vamp for a second to give you guys a chance to think about this, mm -hmm. and I will tell you about. Um, you know what? I'm taking Pete Alonso. Our newsletter. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm taking Pete no, Alonso. No, no, just go to the newsletter. Pete Alonso <laughs> on Splash Mountain. Because it is always really funny to me when they rip his shirt off and he's just like a quasi chubby pale guy. And I'm like, you are the perfect athlete. You look like a normal dude. So Okay, I'm taking Drew Smith on the Indiana Jones adventure. That just felt emotionally right to me. I remember liking the Indiana Jones adventure. I remember it being kind of dark, kind of sexy. Is Indiana Jones at Disney? According There's definitely yes, it Indiana is. Jones stuff it in is. the Disney properties, yeah. I don't really? remember anything about Disney World. I know I've been there. But I've I been remember to Florida. It's a lot of gift shops. Like, I remember going when I was young and there being a lot of attractions and thinking, oh, I want to go see that again. And then when I, like, was older and I went back, all those attractions were gone and they'd been turned into gift shops. And I'm like... I just paid like $150 to go to a giant mall with like, no. I, I had, I got to go on like three or four rides and then I just went to a mall all fucking day. And I don't even like Disney that much. And Disney I was like, Disney ruins everything. Disney ruins everything. It's That's like, why it Star is, Wars sucks now. it's so fucking dystopian there. <laughs> and it's, it's like, it's just so fucking genius. Like you see how they get people into that like Disney cult like you see, like how they separate you from reality. It's like, it's it's like it's diabolical, just, but like you've got to tip your hat to it. It's like that's some fucked up, evil fucking shit. But good for you a, for figuring that out. It's a I had a great time world. at Disney World and and got yeah. COVID. Um, you do but, have no matter what you have a good time there. You're not you shouldn't by all rationale have a good time there. But they curate they they curate the smells, the sounds. The like everything about it to fuck with your head, and then they they disassociate you from reality, and then they put these bands on you that like make you pay for everything, and you just waltz through this dreamland, and then the next thing you know, you owe them fourteen thousand dollars. It's fucking so, guys. Brilliant. If we don't hear from Allison ever again, <laughs> it's because the mouse house took her because of that ranch. Because the it's. I the mouse appeared on the first paycheck I received as an adult. Was it a personal check? It, no, it was it was my paycheck. It was uh, I worked for ESPN's wire service sports ticker in Jersey oh. City. So when I got my first paycheck at eleven dollars an hour, uh, watching games on TV and writing previews and recaps. Um, yeah, Disney the mouse was ESPN there. Boyfriend? Yeah, two thousand two. Oh yeah. Yeah, that tracks. I started there around the time of the 2002 World Series. Mm. That the, uh, yeah, uh, isn't Disney Plus, I think the reason that Netflix just like fired a whole bunch of people was because Disney Plus and ESPN now is like the biggest fucking streamer, which we all saw happening. All right. just, ESPN Plus <laughs> is garbage. The only, I like, I get it. So I get it free through work. I get ESPN Plus and Disney Plus because of... Yeah. Um, my job yeah and like i was really excited for espn plus because i was like i'll watch all the 30 for 30s and like because I, I love that shit i only will watch like hockey 
on it and sometimes baseball and college softball because it is such a (laughs) it is such a fucking pain in the ass to use ESPN apps in any capacity and to get it on your TV yes it fucking sucks so like come on Disney get your shit together I don't, this is what I don't understand. How do they have like so much money and they're owning like the world, but their app is so fucking bad. How does that even happen? You're I Disney if, for Christ's sakes. You're a cult. Well, I feel like ESPN is treated as a separate business unit. So Disney's kind of like, you know what? Y'all are on your own. You know, and that's why ESPN. <laughs> does it need to be embarrassed by them though? Like does, does, does Disney like being embarrassed by like their, you know, rowdy, stepbrother or whatever ESPN is. Their drunk uncle. It's like ESPN, you are a disappointment. I mean, we could do a whole episode about why ESPN sucks. I mean, I My... think that's gonna be a common theme. Although Sunday Night Baseball is better. It could be the, a lot. But you know what? Tony Eduardo Perez. Yeah, I do like the Yankees guy that they've had lately. Like, Good riddance, A Rod. I like the better Yankees guy that they have this year. Um, but like watching, so you're not you're not watching the Michael K. A Rod uh, version of the Manning. Oh, I would literally rather hey, set myself all... on fire, light my body on fire, so than I watch that. Just, I do want to just say, I kind of love the Manning cast itself. Like oh, it's it great. is actually yeah. better than the Monday Night Football cast. Yes. I just think that also because Eli Manning is a perfect human being. Yeah. Well, I think they think that that it's the format that's working, which the format to me seems so like Twitch stream vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And so it is like I like partially it is I think kind of the format of like people like watching TV like that. But like the the secret isn't just get two guys and do the format. Like the secret is the Manning brothers are actually so funny. Yeah. You know who's not funny? A Rod. A-Rod is yeah. not funny. I yes. don't know who told him he's funny. Somebody needs to tell him that he is actually not funny, and he's been fucking lied to. You're not um, funny. You suck. On Sunday Night Baseball a couple weeks ago was an absolute treat. That game was fantastic. I love beating the Phillies. Um, they have been playing some ridiculously fun baseball. They have been playing great baseball. The Mets are so good. Um, They're so good that on the TBS broadcast, the pregame, which did not feature any Mets former, well, actually it had Curtis Granderson, but did not feature like Keith and Ron and Gary, who were all, of course, always going to love the Mets. It was like, they're talking about the Dodgers and the Sox. And oh, by the way, like, the Mets are the favorite to win the NL and they're so great and they're such a fun team. And I'm like, I fucking love it when this shit finally happens to a team that I follow. Like, watching the Apple Plus broadcast, it was the White Sox and, like, I forget who else. But they were talking about the fucking Dodgers. I'm like, the Dodgers aren't even playing right now. It's so annoying. I do feel like... uh... The, the like that's what made me so crazy about the the broadcast itself of that Sunday Night Baseball game where it's just like 
I feel like the Mets get no respect, but I also feel like we all just like feel like like I love the feeling of being mad about the Mets not getting any respect. Yeah. <laughs> it's an integral part of the Mets experience. Like the it second, is. Like, yeah. if you start like doing too good, you're like something's wrong here. This doesn't feel good. <laughs> I will say, I I totally have felt like that. Of like, it's just better and more comforting when the Mets are bad, but. I'm having a lot of fun. Like, I'm actually feeling like I've been able to enjoy this lately. They're, they're like, such a fun team. It's really June. excited. It's June. You don't have to mostly Last night, Eduardo yeah, Escobar hits June. for the – not only does Eduardo Escobar hit for the cycle in that game, but just, like, the way that they come out. Game. And like, that was yeah. a and, – and just, like, a way that, you know, the Mets after the emotional win on Sunday in L.A., yeah. Um, could have easily gone to San Diego. You know, we nobody would have been surprised to have a letdown. They score the three runs in the first inning, and then Carlos Carrasco like has the ten ten pitch at bat with Jerkson Profar, winds up with a double, and I like, oh fuck, here we go. Which, by and, the way, I wouldn't know when Jerkson Profar got like good because good, when he played yeah. for the Rangers, he was very much not good. No, he looked awesome in that game last I night. I was like, what the fuck happened? Did they but, like, feed him something new? Carlos Carrasco <laughs> getting out of that first inning just at three nothing instead of even three one like mm-hmm. was like just such a difference and like the way that this team plays defense and just it's all like even and, and this was something that I I was talking about before we we actually started the show was um and before not not even before we started record but like hours ago um. <laughs> Was I, I was saying because Addie loves Drew Drew Smith so much, like he, uh, you know, gave up that home run, makes it seven five, and then he came in. You know, not not only did the Mets then go out and score four more runs and an Escobar finish the cycle, but the way that Drew Smith came out in that ninth inning, he was like, "Fuck all of you!" Like yep. he was throwing gas in that ninth inning. Well, and it's nice. It was like like such a treat of a game for all those reasons. Like we were in the discord and like that home run gets hit and somebody was like, "Ugh, it's a Diaz night again. And then like, you know, 10 minutes later we were like, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like such, it's like, and it's also like, it's just fun baseball. Like I, I feel like the way that, they literally just play the small ball. Like I, I, I okay. So um, I had like a, you know, travel terror yesterday. I had a 15 hour travel day. Um, and my flight finally left from Atlanta to get me back to DC. Um, my Atlanta. like layover there <laughs> ended up being four hours long. And so I bought Wi-Fi on the plane and I was able to get like extremely blurry, but good audio of the game for my whole second leg of my flight. And it was like the most calming thing in the world just to like have Ron or not Ron, uh, Keith and Gary just like talking about like stroking out for like 20 minutes. That was amazing. I that was unreal. Like it is stroking just, out is Keith's it, third definition of stroking out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is first this kidding, you? second jerking it, third having a stroke. I mean, Jesse, as you said, it's just like every West Coast road trip somehow 
they're even better than normal. I think Gary goes crazy. He's obsessed with being like, it's 1 a.m. in New York. <laughs> yep. And he literally, like, I, Addie, I immediately thought of you yesterday when he's like, well, everybody's in their beds watching the game. Keith, you have to keep them entertained. And I was like, ha, fuck you. I'm on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I literally had the same thought. I was like, I'm in a plane, Gary. <laughs> Do do we think that Gary on the California trips maybe um, spends his days on the beach with a pair oh. of headphones? Oh, and, uh, and a, yeah, hundred percent. He's smoking up on the beach, and you know what? That California I, weed is I, fucking good. Yeah. Oh man, the best weed that I ever had in my life was, and I've like looked for it ever since. Like it was like a lollipop, but not on a stick. Yep. And like the a hard whole... candy is that what it is? Yeah, hard candy. So a lollipop, <laughs> but not on a stick. That's a hard candy. <laughs> okay, is it like but, the shape though. But the shape, yeah, that's what, that's what circle, I'm getting. Circle, the shape of the circle. That's a a lollipop shape or a sphere. It's a sphere. Yes, it's okay. It's a sphere. It's a it's a it's a ball of candy. It's a hard candy. If, if I say hard candy, don't you picture more of a Werther's original sort of a no, flat oval or yes. a, or a Jolly Rancher cube? No. Or like a fireball, an atomic fireball, or a jawbreaker, or a right. gumball, a gumball. Dead okay, silent. so like like a gumball, but more like a lozenge. A lozenge, <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, Danny. So. <laughs> I don't know, some of them are. <laughs> you can have, there are sphere hard candies. There are definitely sphere hard candies. Okay. But anyway. When I said lollipop without a stick, was that confusing? Yes! Yes! (laughs) Because it's not! Uh, It wasn't confusing, but I'm definitely judging you a little more right now. It's only a... Without a stick, it's not a lollipop. Anything can be a lollipop if you put a stick on there it. Is, anyway. I, I, I'm a parent of two children under 10. There's a lot more lollipops than hard candies in my life. They haven't made that transition to that part of the bodega yet. Okay. Well, so well, it's a, it was a... 65, Jesse. Your children are small. <laughs> yeah. They're a that part of the bodega. <laughs> Um, all right. So I'm getting the kids high with these lollipops. <laughs> <laughs> I gave the kids edibles. Now what? Well, man, that was such a great, like, I had this this lozenge on the beach, and it was just, man, and yeah, I could go watch a baseball game. That's what Gary's that doing. Hang out with Keith Hernandez, sure. Oh, 100%. 100%. And also, like, let's just remember my all-time favorite picture of gary cohen who obviously mm. long blonde hair that man smokes weed every day <laughs> and yes. we support it oh gary we, we support your weed habit it. not literally because we love you <laughs> can we also discuss keith hernandez crossword <laughs> Yes. yes i want that is that a real so thing that we can get yeah that needs to be like the mets need to make that available somehow yeah they have to i'm so excited i know i really i, like I would buy it gary wants to be in it so badly who's buddy oh <laughs> <laughs> gary keith's his only friend I do love how much they all like literally love each other and hang out together. Like, yeah, <laughs> I love when they like post pictures at lunch yeah, together. Yeah, they have like big dinner and yeah. Yeah, 
Well, yeah, and David was saying cute. yesterday, he's like, he just was like, you know, I like the Mets broadcast. And I said, oh. He's like, yeah, they're really, he's like, they're really smart. And they talk equally about both teams, about what's working and what isn't working. I was like, well, keep in mind, the Mets sucked for a really long time. <laughs> so they had to talk about them. You know, it's they, like, they always do like these little vignettes on the the, the other city that they're in. Yeah. I'm like, they, I mean, the Mets sucked for a while, so they had to make it good. Like, remember they read the they read the fucking media guide in like 2016 or something when the Mets were um, by 13 in like the fourth inning. Remember that part Another right? iconic moment of last night's broadcast that has to be touched upon is Keith giving an extensive, fascinating, detailed history of the Spanish exploration in California. The missions. <laughs> Followed by him being like, I don't know anything about New York history, and Gary Cohen saying to him, "Read the Power Broker." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there are moments when I, because I like, I'm so used to it that I'm like just listening to the broadcast. I'm like, yeah, this is a normal thing that people talk about on the broadcast. And then Dave, you know, just like not occurring to me, listening to it, watching the game, and then all of a sudden, David sitting next to me goes, "What the?" F- fuck are they talking about i'm just like <laughs> it's just what they do <laughs> it's like... and honestly colleen like you're you you've got a really good broadcast in chicago with jason benetti and steve stone so like... here's the problem with steve stone right now though and this is a problem that we've noticed with him the last couple of years he's a hard line company man you know where like so hawk harrelson before steve or actually before jason it was hawk and steve for a while like the ultimate company man well and the funny thing about hawk though was that if the team sucked he would say it like on the broadcast he's like this is you know like this is terrible they're playing so bad like why are you swinging at that like hawk would like fully rip into the team as the game is going on and we know that steve is capable of that because that was part of his fallout with the cubs was that he would talk shit about the players on the broadcast and Moises Alou, like, got his panties in a bunch about it. X-Met? Yeah. Well, he... Moises. Yeah, he, like, got... He got, like, his asshole chafed about it. Because, like, Steve would talk about, like, just how bad the team was doing and, like, would talk shit about the lineup. Um, And then, you know, fell out with the Cubs and... Now, on the Sox broadcast, it does not matter <laughs> how fucking shitty the team is doing. Steve's just trying to spin it. Like, oh, yeah, Tony LaRusso is doing a great job. And everyone on Twitter's like, no, he's not. Like, can we get Hawk back to fire him again? Because he fucking sucks. Wait, speaking they of could fire him and bring in another. Uh, they can bring in Jackson. <laughs> they could do the old uh, Rick Renneria got replaced by Joe Madden once and it yeah. worked. Uh, Joe Madden got shit canned by the Angels. I know. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't. Well, so there are things that I tell him at lunch when he comes home for lunch sometimes and I don't remember. But also, there's like uh, one of the service writers is like really into baseball and would probably tell him too. But like, if and they like the White Sox and Rick Hahn has openly said like we don't make it a practice to fire managers in the middle of the season um and that's kind of true of most of the chicago sports like jerry owns both the Sox and the bulls 
even though like his son runs the bulls and then virginia mccaskey whose father like invented the nfl they don't fire in the middle of the season unless like they really fuck up but i love that like in the last not even the last two weeks in the last week two teams have fucking kicked their managers to the curb in june like it's not even the all-star break and they're just like Two two managers it's with so rings. Dramatic. It's fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, two like I mean, okay, Girardi, but... that like is that one's a satisfying one. Yeah, I wouldn't. You know what? The though? firing. I wouldn't I mean. mind <laughs> the only thing about it is that the Phillies might be better now. Yeah, but the Mets are very far ahead, and yes. surely, surely that's fine. Just... That the Mets are very far ahead, right, Allison? Don't think so. No, no, listen. Enjoy it while it lasts. That's it. You all know. Like, that one does disgust me. That's what I love makes the, game, the Mets amazing. It's like June matters. You know, God. you can have a fun day in June and yeah. it matters and it's wonderful. With the Mets, every game means something until, you know, this is the Mets. It's a, it's a, it's a. Oh, because they are absolutely capable of blowing their season in June. Exactly. So they do need to stay hot now. You well, never I know like with them. You I'd never like to know. point out that Joe Madden has a ring just by the sheer grace of God. Okay? Yes. Like, so that Cubs- Joe Girardi. <laughs> Joe Girardi's got, like, a few. He rode on the Steinbrenners loving him for the longest he, time. He, yeah, I mean, he won one Yeah, with as a manager. I think one as a player, too. Yeah, he, he won, won in 96. He, won in 96. He, was the, he was the starting pitcher in 96. Uh, Posada yeah. was technically the backup. And then, and then he was, retired yeah. after that, yeah. No, he didn't retire. Oh, after ninety six, or no, like I think he went somewhere else for like two seasons. Yeah, Girardi but he played. Was, he, yeah, I think he went to the Rockies at one point. He might have been with the Rockies before the Yankees. Joe, he might have gone back to the Cubs. This is knowable information. Yep, I'm wow, we're now. discussing managers. Can we just have a moment of praise for uh, Buck Walter being the only person in the entirety of Dodger Stadium who knew you're not you like are not allowed to put a position player into pitch unless you're down by <laughs> six runs or more. That's for the other teams, I love other it. managers. They're supposed to know the fucking rules because fucking Tony Larusa did that shit against the Reds. He for their dumbass like runner on second. He didn't know you could sub in for the pitcher. That the pitch, if the pitcher made the last out, a, a actual position player could run with the runner on second rule instead oh, yeah, of the last year. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I guess I didn't know the rules." Like, read the fucking rule book, you troll. What's the matter with you? I like Dave so Roberts. Joe, Joe Girardi. I, I don't want to shortchange him. He did win two more rings with the Yankees as. Uh, Posada's backup in 98 and 99 and then went to the Cubs the next year and it was actually an all-star in 2000 played a couple more years and then wrapped up the Cardinals yep and then as manager he had the Florida Marlins the Yankees and the Phillies Aww. what's he doing right now probably he's hiding out, out. <laughs> Is he, he's not that old he's only 57 he's not I was just calling it back to Keith. Exactly. <laughs> Taiwan Walker I just know. gave it a home run. Womp womp. Oh, did the Mets start yet? I still have the shitty socks. Yeah, they started and they're down. All right, so we can ignore that. Mm, yeah. Andrews yeah. Are also down going to well, the third period of that game. Then I guess we're everything's falling on- apart. 
The sky is falling. Because it's still zero oh. zero against the Dodgers. Ooh. I'm kind of proud of myself. Mets battle for home field. I've always <laughs> been like a night person and an insomniac, and I always stay up like way too late. And I've been trying to over the past like couple of months gotten serious about like being a morning person. And yeah, now hearing it like like because I get more shit done in the morning because people aren't bothering me. And then once like the part of my day begins where people bother me, it like all goes downhill after that. So like those hours of the morning is kind of like racing to get my stuff done, like in peace. And uh, yeah, now it's like 9.53 and I'm like trying so hard to stay awake. And I'm like, it's, it, you know, I'm like, I'm tired before 10. Like, this is a very big deal for me. Like, I feel like I'm growing up a little bit, you know? Oh, I'm so proud of you. No, it's, I'm proud of you. Oh, I'm 41, and um, I might be able to go to bed at a reasonable hour. You know, I'm confused by the very concept. I know yeah. it, it's it's a big life change. It's a it's. I mean, and I don't know how long it's gonna stick, but do I'm doing my best. Doing my best. Well, we're at the 40 minute mark. So well, since we started recording, I have no idea how long it's been since the show started. It might be like five minutes. It might be like 35 minutes. <laughs> Time is meaningless yeah. anyway. I think I said something not about as, that uh, or, or, um, you know, <laughs> Not as uh, no. clearly inserted theme music over our voices at some point earlier in the show. Probably doing so now as we start to wrap up and tell people <laughs> to go to willitdepend.com to Order the the LG uh, L L F G M uh, pride shirts and Rocky Horror shirts and the Willow Pen shirts and the hats and the stickers and stuff and watch for more stuff that's coming out because that's going to be awesome because we believe in working with cool artists here that is the whole deal here working with cool people you're seeing it on the newsletter you're hearing it here that I have a great talent for um, getting cool people to allow them uh, you know to be part of um, whatever nonsense. Fun things. Good times. Mets yeah, I really, Mets really fucking brought it down there. I don't know why, because I'm tired. You, that was you, a downer, I, dude. I'm, I'm going to blame Allison for all of that tired talk. Um, I'm going to put that right on you. I'm the one who uh, controls space and time. I'm the one are. who brought the darkness. Exactly. Ten o'clock. Which one of us on this I'm, podcast has created life? Both, I think uh, there's only one. There's a. I've made. There's I've, only one. I've made two people in my body. Yeah. Yes. So one I of them. Technically, you were at least there when yours were created. You didn't carry them, but you know you played a part. Yeah. I sent the. I sent the codes. Yeah. <laughs> Those those are those are your genes, your genetic yeah. like walking yeah, that's out all there. and of that's, your body. That's the other reason, not that uh, they didn't start that they were th when they were three years old. That my children won't be Olympic gold medalists is yeah. that they have my DNA. Aw, poor little nerds. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully they'll get to have this much fun. Um, I really want yeah. if Alice wants to write, I will edit. I mean. Oh, she wants to. She wants to make money so that she can buy a choker. Um, and I told her she can. She can write. I'll give her an opportunity, but it's going to have to pass by you to be good enough to publish. No problem. I'll give her edits. I'll All be. Right. I'll be harsh. I'll give her booze. 
She also <laughs> needs to play. Yes. Right. Nice. That's nice. Uh, that's part of the All package right. here. So. See you next week, everybody. Yeah, and we're just a month and a half away from uh, when we all see each other in person. Yay! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look at flights. Yeah. <laughs> Colleen, come east. Come east. I will. Right. I might bring David, maybe. Cool. Might be a solo trip. Might be bringing David along for the ride. But all I right. need to look at <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Yay! See you next time. <laughs>